the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The views and opinions expressed by Rob Black and his guests are not necessarily those of KDOW or its management owners or advertisers and should not be construed as legal tax or investment advice. Always consult with the appropriate advisor before making any investment or financial planning decision. Insightful. Informative. Irreverent. We're ready. 1220 KDOW presents Rob Black and Your Money. Your source for breaking news, market updates, and successful investment strategies for the 21st century. Sounds like a great program. Getting you to retirement in today's market. So let's get on with the show. Taxes, family finance, insurance, the economy, technology, media, and entertainment. Rob is talking about it with you at 800-516-1220. So call in. We'll chat and uh, have some fun. Now to start your day with the latest news and market commentary. Here's Rob Black on the Bay Area's business leader, 1220 KDOW. Welcome in. Rob Black and your money. Thanks for listening to the show. Money, investing, retirement, social security, rollovers of your 401k to IRIS. We'll talk about whatever you want to talk about, hopefully. Um, Don't be shy. More calls. 800-516-1220. What do we have out there as far as... Markets go, got a little bit of jitters about the election. And the stock market is in a skittish mood, not skittles. Who doesn't love skittles? But skittishness was on display big time yesterday. You saw the markets take, you know, out an October low before buyers started coming back in. There's still a buy on the dip, but we're kind of trending lower. The lack of the buy on the dip urgency isn't crazy because we have some election issues that need to be put into place. And there was news out yesterday that in polls, Trump is leading by 1%. There's news out today that as far as Electoral College goes, everything is still fine for the Clinton candidacy. So you can see how on a 24-hour basis, uh, people get a little panicked. So the Fed is going to be releasing policy directive today. That's going to be big news. That comes out at about 11 o'clock Pacific time. Facebook's reporting earnings after the close. And then we'll probably have Clinton and taxes and Clinton and emails and Trump and allegations and Trump and... That's not going away for the next few days. It's kind of wish I could go to Hawaii time to get rid of the noise in my head that is all these uh, sideshows that are pushing politics. With respect to the election, there are some chatter um, that caused notable weakness on the dollar yesterday. There is a fear that a contested election would probably be the worst outcome. Um, I guess the worst outcome. Wall Street doesn't seem to be taking very strongly to Donald Trump. So the worst outcome would probably be a contested election that ultimately Trump wins two or three months down the road. 
because that would have people crazy in their mind about speculation and what could happen. So some de-risking efforts are going on. You're seeing a lot of people pull money out of equities. Foreign currencies are exhibiting some renewed strength. Money's flowing elsewhere. Um, safe haven flows are driving bond rates lower. Um, investors are putting on defensive hedges. So there was a surge in the volatility index. Uh, a lot yesterday, but also a lot in the last three months. It's notable that bond rates in the Eurozone have come down quite a bit after some encouraging economic data, which featured a record low unemployment rate of 6% for Germany, and a final manufacturing PMI number for the Eurozone that was at a two-and-a-half-year high. So, some improvements. And the improvements, economically speaking, have coincided with stock market difficulties and you know a lot of short covering. So we still have Brexit going on. I heard yesterday. I just want to shake my head about this one. Uh, Texas is saying if Clinton gets elected, I, I don't know how a state says it, but Texas is saying that, that they, won't, they won't want to take a Texit from the Union. Um, okay, I'm with you. I get it. We have a little bit of everything, right? So the Fed Open Market Committee is not expected to raise rates today. Doing so would be a major shock. So a lot of people are looking at directive hints for a possible rate hike at the next meeting in December. Um, or maintain it a neutral view with the understanding that we got to get through the election and then we'll have uh, a major source of volatility behind us. So the Fed's still very much so in the news. Earnings results continue to pour in, but have been pretty much so lost for some time as far as headlines go. Um, it hasn't been a shocking headline-grabbing earnings season. So Broadcom announced, though, today, um, and this one got kind of got me scratching my head, that they're going to acquire Brocade. So a chip company, a semiconductor company, acquired a network equipment company. Um, there's some overlap of product for sure. That is good. You know, we can put our chips in your hardware. You put your peanut butter in my chocolate. No, you put your chocolate in my peanut butter. So there's some overlap, but not to the point that it, it, it it's obvious. I mean, it's it's okay. Uh, we'll see if they're able to pull it off, and it looks like they should. Nice little premium for brocade. I'd expect, you know, better than expected earnings news tonight out of Facebook. Um, I would expect a drop in long-term rates, more mergers and acquisition activity. So the dollar weakness is in play for now. And this is all very, very, very much so looking at the presidential election as it's nearing kind of an excitable end. Um, the World Series is coming to a expected ending tonight, unless something goes terribly, terribly wrong. So Game 7, someone has to win. Are you with me or are you against me? Uh, one of the, my favorite things about politics is people who go, if so-and-so wins, I'm moving to Canada. And you've heard it from both sides. Uh, but with just a few days left in the election, voters on both sides feel less positively toward their own candidate as they do negatively towards the opponent. 
that's probably been one of the, the saddest things that came out of this election, that satisfaction with our candidates are at a two-decade low. 41% of voters say neither Hillary Clinton nor Donald Trump would make a good president. And another survey found in market research from IRI found that nearly two-thirds of voters expect their financial health will deteriorate regardless who wins. Now, moving to Canada, taking a look at it, it's not, can't done, it's not done easily and it's not done cheaply, especially if you're heading there as a student or with a job offer in hand. Um, those are the, the ways that you get into Canada. So enroll in college or have a job offer. So it's not going to accomplish too much to say that you want to move. Um, so avoiding new president's policies uh, and keeping your American citizenship it would be very, very difficult to pull off. So just throwing it out there for you. Um, Canada, right now you've got 66 million Americans have $0 saved for a rainy day. And the process of legally moving to Canada may be totally out of reach because the express entry program runs 412 bucks for the worker and a spouse plus another $112 per dependent. You have to hire an attorney to navigate the process and add, you know, another 400 to $7,000 on the tab uh, for getting into Canada. So there's a dating site that you could do to match Americans with Canadians. So if you're single, uh, it doesn't automatically make you Canadian if you marry, but there's an issue there. So moving abroad won't save you from incoming president's tax changes, and it typically makes filing taxes a lot tougher for most. Median income for Canadian families is about 59114 U.S. dollars when you translate it from the Canadians. Uh, that's higher than it is for U.S., so if you do get a job there, you'd be happy. Happier. I'm Rob Black, find, talking all things financial. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter, Rob Black Show, YouTube, Rob Black Show. Don't forget, i got a big event coming up in the middle of November. Sign up at robblackshow.com. Black now. 800-516-1220. That's 800-516-1220. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking money, investing, and more. Anthem, which is one of the five largest public health insurance companies, in the United States may pull out of the Affordable Care Act's public exchanges in most markets um, if things don't improve in 2017. So CEO Joseph Swedish said the insurer will evaluate its participation, better known as you know uh, the Affordable Care Act or Obamacare, uh, for 2018 as it gets its results for 2017. So they want to see a, prof, a path towards sustainability 
as far as profits go. Uh, clearly, 2017 is going to be critical for them. They've currently got about 890,000 people enrolled on exchange-based plans, according to the call. Um, this is a big blow. It would mark the fourth of the five largest U.S. health insurer companies to pull out, as Aetna, United Healthcare, and Humana have already pulled out. And all of them cited a, a huge pool of people that are sicker and costlier than expected uh, to keep on health care. And they're publicly traded companies trying to do and operate under a government plan, which doesn't always mesh. 800-516-1220 to get your calls on the air. You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show. Let's bring in CFP Chad Burton and talk a little financial planning. Joining me now, CFP Chad Burton. You can find him online at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And on this very same radio station's noon, Monday through Friday. Now, you do something called the 10 Pillars of Retirement Income Planning. It's a resource that people can go get at your website, newfocusfinancial.com. We also do webinars and seminars based off of this. Let's talk about some of those pillars. Number one, really know your expenses. Why is this one important? Well, I think this is where a lot of people don't have the chance to go through and see what their retirement's really going to cost because it's a situation where you're working constantly. You have a certain amount of income. A certain amount of income gets socked away in your 401k and Roths and other investments. And the way that a lot of people run their households is they they pay for everything and they know they have either a certain amount left or they're zero left at the end of the month. And most families, Rob, don't actually track their expenses. They just don't because they're working. They've got a career ahead of them. They've got many working years. They've got kids to put through college, and it's it's actually kind of kind of time consuming to do it. But when you go into retirement, you go from feeding these accounts and watching these accounts grow and having this other source of income to this is it. You've got some Social Security likely, but all of your investments now have to support you for as long as you're going to live, which is could be till age 100, could be longer. And so you have to go through a process of budgeting, tracking your expenses, and then knowing what you're going to pay for in retirement. Things like health care costs, how that works. Things like gifts to the grandkids. Or what are you going to do? I mean, most people spend more money, Rob, the first five years of retirement, right? I mean, what are you going to do the first five years of retirement that you, are, that you aren't, aren't doing now? I haven't thought about it. And that's how bad I am about this game that we're playing here is that – you know, when you have kids, you can't keep, realistically, you can't know your expenses because it's all random. You know, It can be, and it changes, too. You go from the diaper phase to yeah. the the 14 sports a year phase, right? And it's um, it's crazy. But, when but they do- you got to think ahead and say, okay, what are you going to do in retirement? Because if, you're, if you have no hobbies now, you're going to have to keep, pick up something in retirement. What I'm, are those going to cost you? I'm probably thinking about just dying. <laughs> just laying down on a park bench and dying. <laughs> you want to be really good at being homeless. <laughs> Rob's oh. the best homeless guy ever. <laughs> I saw a story that there was a storm up in Oregon. You have to explain Oregon to me real quick. And a tree branch fell and and killed us a sleeping homeless person. You have homeless people sleeping in forests? <laughs> Does that make any sense at all? Those are called campers. <laughs> okay, so I don't know my expenses in retirement. Um, how forgetful, how forgiveful will you be as my financial planner? Will you say, okay, Rob, you've got $4,000 you could spend this year on miscellaneous or do you see what I'm saying? 
Yeah, I mean, especially when it comes to retirement planning, it's it's a counseling situation because it is a major lifestyle change for people. It's tougher than becoming empty nesters. It's tougher than divorce. It's it's a real big change to go from feeding your investment accounts to that's your resource. And you got to know and think about what you're going to do. And some people spend a lot of money on things like charitable donations or donating their time, things like Doctors Without Borders. Um, some people need more insurance than others. Like if you have a pension plan that goes away when you pass away for your spouse, you may need more insurance to cover that. You may need long-term care insurance. You may not. You have to go through these different things and, and realize how expensive health care insurance is, Medicare Part B, Supplemental Part D, uh, paying for your dental bills on your own. All those things will affect the quality of life, maybe not the first 10 years of retirement, but if you spend all your money and you're 75 and, and broke and eating beanie weenies, as you say, you're going to be miserable. Uh, money is a, is a tool, and you've got to know what you want to use that tool for, what's going to make you happy in retirement, what's going to get you out of bed every day, um, and uh, you know, keep you busy. So we've got it this hammered pretty good of really know your expenses. I grasp the importance of it. Do you give people a budgeting software so that they can track it a little bit better, or do you keep track of their budgets as a financial planner? I don't know how this whole thing works. Yeah, I mean, we have a wealth management site that our clients get that tracks everything from every single investment account that they have, even if we're not managing it, to being able to track their expenses and create budgets. It's a, a really, really, really good tool. And then what we do on the planning side is that we say, okay, here's what you told us you were going to spend. You track it, and part of our meetings to review their financial plan is to say, how did your investments do versus what we projected in the financial plan? How did your expenses do versus what we projected? Is everything on track? Okay, fine. You can still spend the same amount, or yes, we can increase the withdrawals for inflation, and that's the other expense in retirement that people forget about. So there's things like healthcare costs, there's inflation, and then there's also taxes. Even some of the greatest engineers that run spreadsheets for days sometimes forget about the correct tax calculation and withdrawing from IRAs, 401ks, 85% of your Social Security is typically taxable, all those different things that have to be budgeted into the proper projections. Okay, thanks very much. People can get a copy of The Ten Pillars by going to your website, newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And or attend a webinar or seminar that basically is entitled The Ten Pillars of Economic. What is it called? The Ten Pillars of Income? Ten Pillars of Retirement Income Planning. Got it. Just, just, go to the re- just go to the resource page at newfocusfinancial.com or chadburton.com. It's a little easier to remember. Yeah, just even the title of, the, of some of these things, just it's intimidating. Retirement's intimidating. Anyway, with that said, CFP Chad Burton, you can find him at newfocusfinancial.com. That's newfocusfinancial.com. And I'm Rob Black talking all things financial money, investing, and more. Game 7, Cubs and Indians. Tickets are going for $4,700 on the average ask price. Wow. Thank you to have gone to Game 6 for just $1,700. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. 
number one thing that seniors, that older Americans, what's the right term so I'm not being offensive, the number one thing they regret, um, a lot of people live their lives and they look back on their lives and they focus on what they didn't do rather than what they did do. They focus on not traveling enough or not spending enough quality time with loved ones or following a dream. Uh, over a quarter, 27% of respondents who are 65 and older said they most regret not saving for retirement sooner in life. Furthermore, 7% of those Americans of the same age group said they regret not saving enough for emergencies. Don't be that person who has that regret. You can do it today. Start saving for the emergency and start saving for retirement. I'm Rob Black, talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. That's robblackshow.com. Obamacare seems to be failing as far as what was promised versus what can be delivered. Um, And there's a huge fee hike coming in this year. So your insurance costs are probably going to go up about 20-25% if you are on an Obamacare plan. Um, Socialism doesn't seem to work. Um when it comes to health care. Government dominate health care. What can be done to fix it? Uh, you could probably, instead of go with state indexes, you could probably go to nationwide. Uh, we're one country. There's no reason for a resident of New Jersey who, should, why can't he buy a, a policy from Wisconsin? We could try to get more transparency in pricing. I've told the story a couple times on the air about being 18 years old and busting up my knee and going to an emergency room and saying, how much is it going to cost? They wouldn't tell me. Had they told me 500 I would have gone in. Had they told me 5000 I would have, you know, figured out a way to, you know, ask mom or dad for the money or, like, I wasn't going to spend money I didn't have. And, you know, right now, if you say, how much is a heart attack, then I can tell you. And yet, some of it could be priced out, like, well, a surgeon's going to cost you $1,000 an hour. It typically takes two and a half hours. Um doesn't exist there so transparency of performance doesn't exist in hospitals so having a hospital tell you how many people died in their building from infections how many people were treated for heart attacks who three years later were healthy and alive there's no transparency there's no Medicare transparency um, and I assure you it, it, it's like a crapshoot it's very frustrating so these are things that we could fix if we wanted to, um, but we don't. With that being thrown out there, I'm Rob Black. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. It's robblackshow.com. Wells Fargo is going to pay $50 million to settle a home appraisal overcharging scandal. Boy, Wells Fargo is not having the best uh, 2016 year, so it's been battered and fried. So $50 million to settle a class action suit that accused the bank of overcharging hundreds of thousands of homeowners for appraisals ordered after homeowners were defaulting on their mortgage loans. Um, so the headline news is bad for them. And I know people who are saying, I'm not going to use a bad and evil company and they're pulling their money out of them was that bank. So it's one of the best things you could probably do. Mortgage applications dropped 1.2% on the highest rate since June. Um, so, volume's down about 11% in the past four weeks. The average contract interest rate for a 30-year fixed conforming loan, which is $417,000 or less, is about 3.75%. Um, 
So you've got that going out there. Mortgage applications, refinance, which are most race-sensitive, continue their decline, down 2% from the previous week. You can find me online at robblackshow.com. Let's talk a little more real estate with Barrios, very own Tony Mendez. Joining me now, Tony Mendez, com. Let's talk a little bit of home flipping. This is one of those things that is incredibly sexy to poor people. It's, to me, I see the risk of buying something, fixing it up, and selling it. Especially since there's probably five or six TV shows about flipping the home and what have you. And what people don't realize is those are reality TV shows, and those are very controlled environments. And when... The guy and his wife decide to buy a house, and she's going to be the real estate person, and he's going to help manage the construction. They know full well that, like, in episode 10, at 15 minutes, there's going to be, uh-oh, we got bad news. There's a power line going right over the backyard. We can't put a jacuzzi in unless we move the power line. How much is it going to be to move the power line? And the contractor's like, $30,000. We have to put it underground. Or we could see if they can come and, and zip it along the side of the house. Well, they don't tell you that. They go to commercial first. <laughs> and they come, oh, we could just zip it alongside the house. And you're like, I just watch commercials. <laughs> so flipping on TV is a lot sexier than it is in real life. Um, well, in real life, it, it's gotten a lot sexier than it was um, even back in 2006 at our last peak. Uh, the average rate of return was 26%. Today in 2016, it's up to 49% on a flip on average um, throughout the nation. Uh, and a lot more cash deals. So there's a lot of smaller companies and investors get, you know, seeing the value in, you know, finding a property that normal loan products couldn't buy, which means eliminating the majority of the people out there and they're able to buy these properties and flip. So there is an incentive out there for people to look at flips. But it's not going to work for them, especially this late in the cycle, because the number of investors flipping homes set a record that extends further into the past. It hit its highest level recently since second quarter 2007, roughly one year after housing prices peaked. So when you hit the record number of flippers and the record number of flips, a crash is coming. Yeah, it, it, it's they're saying in real estate that home flipping is sometimes used to speculate on the housing market and can be considered a warning sign of a bubble. bubble. That's one of the sayings we see every time we, there's a peak, every time we talk about flipping. Uh, you know, there's a lot of new loan products out there for people that want to buy a house, especially if it's owner-occupied and they can renovate it. You can use future value of the property. They can you know, use the uh, the and include that in their down as far as their percentage of down payment. Uh, they can, um, you know, defer interest payments. They can, you know, the, the lender itself will do all of the payouts to the, the contractor. So the, it's a lot easier nowadays to get into a property and live in it maybe a year or two and flip and then flip it. But the pure flippers, that's, you know, the majority of that's going to be cash. It's going to be private money. Um, you need to do it fast. You need to compete heavily against the other investors that are out there. And you, and you, you need to have a lot of a, um, assets and that, in, including, you know, construction crews and, you know, time is going yeah. to be a big one where a lot of people that are around here were working and driving my, um, all day and then they have maybe just a weekend to spend with their kids. They're not going to want to flip. Um, yet at the same time, there's a lot of people sitting on equity that 
may go, oh, a couple hundred thousand dollars in equity could buy a property free and clear in Denver or Sacramento, and I could flip a property there and um, make a, you know, either turn it into a rental or flip it for 50, 100 grand. Who knows? Um, so there, there is a, lo- a little bit of that kind of excitement when you know you see home values go up here in the Bay Area. Why do people make the mistake of looking at other markets as potentially as exciting as the Bay Area, and it's just simply not true? Um, like for instance, I have a rental in Raleigh. It is disappointing to see that do, the, rate, the returns are not as. Big. Yeah. yeah, I didn't get. I got ninety percent in the Bay Area return in the last six seven years. I didn't get. I got almost zero percent in in Raleigh. It was very slow. Very, very slow. Now, again, you get a renter and you get a good management company and it's all great. But as far as a flip is concerned, though, when you look at a market, let's just take like the D.C. market, which I'm familiar with. Uh, There's a lot more inventory on the market right now, which means that a a flip is not a a distressed property that is primed for a flip is not going to be selling at top dollar like it would here in the Bay Area, where almost any property, no matter what the condition is, is going to sell at top dollar. Uh, and that gives an incentive for somebody to come in there and lowball the offer. The seller is in distress and wants to get rid of the property, and then you build the equity, you know, sweat equity, however you want to do it, or just labor equity, and 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 flip that property for a, a profit. And some people can do it very quickly and make good rate of return on on their investment in these markets that are inundated with uh, multiple multiple listings where. You just you can just get those better deals. Anyway, that's Tony Mendez. You can find him at BayAreaLoanSource.com. That's BayAreaLoanSource.com. And I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, and more. Um, when you're talking about Obamacare and healthcare, one of the questions that comes up on a regular basis is, should I go after something ever so slightly different? Companies are pushing workers to pay more for their medical care. Millions of employees are facing a tough decision choosing high premiums and high deductibles, the choice is, you know, this. Do you pay more every month for peace of mind later, or do you pay less and run the risk of having higher out-of-pocket costs down the line? Increasingly, people are doing the math and deciding that the risk is worth it, leaving them responsible for hundreds and thousands of dollars in medical bills and forcing them to make hard decisions about whether they should care about it or not. So I feel like in the last 10 years, health insurance has really gone yeah, to the toilets is probably the nicest thing I could say. It, it's just an ugly process that is no fun to be involved in. Right now, the share of employees enrolled in high-deductible plans has more than doubled to 29%. Since the bulk of Americans receive their coverage through their employer, that means about 50 million people are enrolled in high-deductible plans. Um, don't get sick. <laughs> That's my advice to you. The old trick with insurance, you hope you never need it. Try not to use it. If you do, I'm going to charge you more the following years. I'm Rob Black, talking money, investing, more. Find me online at robblackshow.com. Don't forget to get a big event coming up in November, my last event of the year. It's an income and retirement lunch. I've never done lunch before. You can sign up at Rob Black Show. And in the evening, there's going to be an event as well, but it's going to be two hours instead of three. You can sign up for that at robblackshow.com as well at Elks Lodge in Palo Alto, coming up middle of November.
Visit Rob Black online at robblack.com. Now, back to Rob Black and your money on AM 1220 KDOW. I'm Rob Black talking all things financial, money, investing, and more. Anything that you want to talk about, we could talk about. My goal is to get you to retirement. We could talk mortgage applications. Mortgage rates are still incredibly low. I've been kind of kicking the can and uh, shoring up my finances. I want to buy another property, probably a vacation property. Um, That'll probably do a little VRBO. I'll probably do a little... uh, renting of, and uh, I'm not stressed that rates have gone up higher, because this would be a property hopefully that I own for 20 or 30 years, but I could certainly say that, you know, I'm conscious of rates, and they have moved up. Uh, they're at not all-time highs, no. They're not even at yearly highs, so they're still, I think, incredibly attractive, Um but I would say maybe a little less than ideal as far as perfect timing goes. Homeowners are twice as rich now as they were five years ago. Uh, keep in mind, the housing market starting to heat up in some people's minds, um, fortifying the finances of current homeowners and frustrated potential first-time buyers. So it's nice to see that after the disaster that was the 2007-2008 housing markets, um, that housing's recovered. So you forget, because it's so easy to forget, uh, how much pain and suffering there was with people who bought homes in 2003, 2004, 2005, 2006. Uh, A lot of bankruptcies. A lot of bankruptcies. I work at a television station that one of our fastest growing advertisers at that point in time were bankruptcy attorneys. And what stunk about it was it wasn't really a bankruptcy attorneys. It was people who represented bankruptcy attorneys. So they had this little, I'm not going to say scam going. To use the word scam, it's, you got to be very, very careful. But there was play going where, are you upside down in your house? Are you being foreclosed on? Give us a call. We'll get you a short sale done. We'll take it off your, you know, we'll take the problem off your pans. Uh, we'll have attorneys, you know, negotiate a historic settlement and get you out of there. No problems. No fuss, no muss. And you would call them and they'd say, it's going to be $3,000. And you'd be like, okay. Um, and then what you learned was all they did was call attorneys for you. And it was up, the attorney was going to negotiate a different rate. Um, I'm not going to say that's all they did, because I think that's a little misleading, but... uh I think it was a pretty epic fail in my in my world from what I saw. So if you want tickets tonight behind the dugout of the Chicago Cubs, it's only going to cost you $19,500. If you want the average ticket, it's about $4,500. Um, personally, I, I think if you're going to spend money, you might as well spend it all. Um, but when you're in retirement and you're poor, don't moan and groan about you want more Social Security money because you just went to a Cubs game for $19,000. Yelp stock is higher today. They had an unexpected profit. It's always nice to see Um, a local company finally kind of getting it in line, so to speak. Um, They got more reviews 
and they're bringing their you know their total number of reviewers and I like Yelp. Um, there's two sites that I like for restaurants: uh, Open Table for making a reservation, especially in a town that you don't know of. Um, but let's say you're going to be vacation in New York or vacation in Oahu, you can get on Open Table, find some. Uh, punch in the city that you're going to be in and find some tables to make some reservations. If you don't want to go high-end restaurants or mid-high-end restaurants who use Open Table, then you may want to just jump on Yelp when you're there and find you know the the best taqueria. And I think both sites work really, really well. So California is poised to legalize marijuana this month. It could generate another one billion dollars in taxes. That money today is vanishing into the pockets of black marketers and smugglers. Uh, there's big support for the issue. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, are you ready? Are you ready for the big announcement of the day? Are you ready to have your mind blown? Grab your socks. Today is... One more drum roll. Today is... Free Taco Day! Taco Bell's giving away Doritos Locos Tacos. Taco Bell. Francisco Lindor stole a base in game one. So you have to go in today to a Taco Bell location between 2 and 6 p.m. Um, that's today uh, to get your fast food delight of a taco or maybe two. I'm not sure what it is. Um, and don't do the, this old trick where you go in and get your, t- your food, go into the parking lot, put on a hat, go back in, try to get it again, go back out. Put on a fake mustache. Come back in. Don't be that person. Don't pee that person. Um, earlier this year, Taco Bell spent at least $10 million giving away free AM crunch wraps. So, there you go. Great marketing, right? The fact that I just said Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, Taco Bell, five times. Um, how many stupid radio people are doing that today? And I even gave it a drum roll. So oil's hovering near a one-month low as the OPEC consortium uh, oil-producing cartel, a cartel. You think of drug cartels and you think bad. You think of oil cartels and you're like, eh, it's no big problem. They're just going to control the supply of oil and uh, decide who gets it and who doesn't get it. Eh, it's not a problem. You looky-loos. Google's got a big bet on virtual reality that's starting to play out now. Um, they're going to be selling um, their virtual reality gear headset. It's going to hit Best Buy and other stores for about $79, coming out in early November. I think I saw November 10th. Is that what I saw? Yes, November 10th. So that's going to start playing out. Yay! You can find me online at Rob Black Show, Twitter Rob Black Show, YouTube Rob Black Show. General Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.